You're listening to Guitars and Granola Bars, episode 60. Thank you so much for joining me here on Guitars and Granola Bars. I'm your host, Rachel Ramback, and this podcast is for women like me who are balancing a passion-fueled career with being a mom. It feels so good to be recording a new episode after all this time. I took about a four-month hiatus from the podcast as I wrapped up my final months of teaching, and although I thought I would get back to it over the summer, I decided to just enjoy the extra time at home with my kids. I've also been super busy working on a project that you've probably heard about if you've been following me at all in the last few weeks. The Introvert's Guide to Thriving in an Extroverted Career is my new course coming out on September 5th, just one week from the date this podcast episode is airing. The Introvert's Guide is pre-approved for three CMTE credits and provides an arsenal of strategies to help introverts best harness their energy and avoid social burnout, both inside and outside of the clinic. It also includes interviews with fellow introverted music therapists, as well as a Q&A where I address many of your biggest challenges. To learn more, visit listenlearnmusic.com introvert. And now on to today's episode. I want to let you know how much I appreciate you listening and letting me know that you've missed the podcast. I've heard from quite a few of you over the summer, and one of the conversations I've had repeatedly is about the feeling of motherhood swallowing you up. If you're feeling like you're struggling a bit to reclaim your identity prior to having kids, please know that you are not alone. That is something I dealt with as well, especially after my first child was born. And I actually wrote an essay about it for an anthology about motherhood. I heard a quote the other day about sharing your story, especially the hard things that goes, show your scars, not your wounds. In other words, share what you've gone through, but not until afterwards when you can also share the lessons learned from that experience. I've shared bits and pieces from this story, both on the podcast and on my blog over the past two years, but it's all here in the essay, which I thought would be a good way to kick off season three of Guitars and Granola Bars. The day the music paused. Music has been at the center of my life for just about as long as I can remember. My childhood was spent belting Wilson Phillips songs at the top of my lungs and recording myself on a cassette player which led to later joining the church choir, singing in high school ensembles, and performing in musicals. I went on to earn two degrees in music, ultimately landing in my beloved career as a music therapist. I lived and breathed music. It was not only my job, but my hobby and self-care. If I wasn't working, then I was playing a gig or writing a new song. My world revolved around my husband, our golden retriever, lyrics, and melodies. And as my belly grew during my first pregnancy, I daydreamed about singing to my son and softly playing the guitar next to him. I envisioned writing entire albums full of lullabies 
all inspired by my brand new muse. Motherhood would only add fuel to my creative fire, and I would have the best of both worlds. Music was my identity, until it wasn't anymore. The shift started in the delivery room. Naturally, I had always assumed that music would be a part of the process. I had even carefully planned specific songs that I wanted to play during my labor to help distract from the pain. So it came as a complete surprise to me that when the time actually came, I didn't want to hear a single note. At one point, my husband turned on my iPod, thinking he was doing me a favor, and I remember screaming in the midst of a contraction, Turn it off! Turn it off! The sound was unbearable. Fast forward to my new life as a mom with a newborn. That lullaby daydream I had enjoyed throughout my entire pregnancy. In reality, the few times I tried singing to my son, it ended in a hormonal river of tears. I couldn't even think about the song, You Are My Sunshine, without crying. I was convinced there was something wrong with me, which quickly led to a complete musical hiatus. Instead, we watched Netflix. Motherhood hit me like a ton of bricks, and when it did, my identity as a musician took most of the blow. I stopped songwriting, playing gigs, growing my music therapy business, and even listening to music for pleasure. I did return to my music therapy private practice after a three-month maternity leave, but it was as if I was just going through the motions until I had my son back in my arms. That was a hard reality to face, because music had been such an integral part of me until the day he was born. I wondered if I would ever feel like myself again. It was a slow process getting back to the music. I felt like an imposter every time I sat down at the piano or picked up my guitar. But I kept doing it, pushing past the fraughty feelings and relearning the songs that had once flowed out so effortlessly. The week after my son's first birthday, I played my first gig since he was born. That seemed to be exactly what I needed to fully empower my musical self once again. I began to find my balance as a mom and as a musician. Right around the same time, I found out I was pregnant with baby number two. As thrilled as I was to be expecting a daughter, I resisted daydreaming about lullabies and guitar serenades. At least this time, I wouldn't be taken by surprise, and I knew from experience that the music would be waiting for me on the other side. In the meantime, though, I sang all the songs. My toddler had built up an expansive repertoire of favorites that we cycled through by day, and by night, I played as many gigs as my exhausted, pregnant body could handle. I doubled the size of my music therapy practice, moved into a new studio, and recorded an original album of children's songs. I wanted to enjoy it all while it lasted. When the time came to go into the delivery room, I mentally prepared myself for another hiatus. Once again, I wanted absolutely nothing to do with music while in labor, but that's where the hiatus ended. My son and I sang to my newborn daughter, the day we brought her home from the hospital, and we haven't stopped since. In these two years following her birth, my life has been filled with more music than ever. 
I'll always be grateful for the lessons inside of that extended pause during my first year of motherhood. I found out what it feels like to lose a part of myself and how to practice true patience. My musical self and mama self can happily coexist. They just needed a little time to get to know each other first. Thank you for listening to my story. Did you have a similar experience after becoming a mom? If so, I would love to hear from you. You can continue the conversation in the comments of the show notes page over at guitarsandgranolabars.com or you can email me, rachel at listenlearnmusic.com. You can also find me on Twitter and Instagram at Rachel Rambach. And last but not least, if you have just a minute, please consider rating and reviewing the show on iTunes. I'll talk to you again soon on the next episode of Guitars and Granola Bars.